I need a drink. Someone press a button. Hi, I'm Steve Martin and this is the Earshot Creative Review, live from a pub. The Earshot Creative Review. Great radio production and the people who make it. Earshot Creative Review. Every month on the Earshot Creative Review we meet genuine radio production and imaging people. We hear their work and discuss it. This month, Joe Thomas is with us. Hi. Hey, how are you doing? Uh, you've got a couple of radio stations under your wing. We have, yeah. FM 107.9 and Jack FM. And they're... In Oxford, of course, <laughs> of course. And Radio Academy production nominee and Absolute Radio's creative and publishing director, Vince Lynch. Hello. And uh, tell me about the collection of stations you have. Um, we have a station called Dabble. I'll start with that one first because it uh, doesn't have the word absolute before it. And then we have Absolute Classic Rock, and we have Absolute Radio, and we have Absolute 80s. And you've got a long history in radio, haven't you? Just talk me through your career path. Um, I started in Canada um, at a station that was called uh, The Bear. It was named after the animal, the, the bear, as they do in North America. And uh, it's now switched to Virgin, ironically enough. Um, and after that, I launched a station called K-Rock um, in Kingston, and that did quite well. And then was brought over to the UK by a, a great producer named Link Kelly, um, and he uh, he brought me to Bristol, and I'd never been here before, so I started there about seven years ago, and then been at Vir- well, Virgin, then Absolute for another five, so for ages, really. I feel like a very old man when I say all that you stuff. Are. Am I that old? Really? <laughs> I have a cane, so I guess I am that old. Have you always made radio for people like yourself, you know, your age group, people who like the kind of music you like? Um, no, I've done, you know, female-focused stations, um, female-friendly stations with the, the GWR crew and um, also, you know, kids' stations for them and all kinds of demographics, really. But um, it is easier to do, I think, your own demographic. But I, I think you're also, when you're so close to it, you, you kind of, you don't see what, what is good about it or maybe what people would like about it you kind of more you, you can get a bit insular with it so I think doing other formats is, is really healthy as well nice to step back perhaps and just have a little bit of objectivity about it yeah and you know put on put on pantyhose and walk around like you're a female I think it's really healthy yeah you can <laughs> you get a lot done that way <laughs> I'm pleased this is radio because that's how he is right now <laughs> And Joe, you've got two stations, so just explain the, the, the difference between the two formats you're running in Oxford. Um, F1079, first off, is 1524s, um, hit music, um, very different to Jack, um, which I don't know if you've heard any of the, the Jack stations in, in the US. Um, it's irreverent, it's funny, it plays a ridiculous amount of, of songs. Um, I think one of the, the things that we, we, we say a lot is it has to be car crash. You know, whether that be two totally different songs crashing into each other or some very weird imaging. And that's counterintuitive because of course most of us have been brought up in radio to, to make our radio stations a natural, comfortable accompaniment to life. Yeah, um, I mean one thing we, we say as well, it's, it's anti-radio you know, everything that you thought about chuck out the window because we'll do the opposite Alright Joe, I want to hear more about Jack and 107.9 um, but first let's hear some audio and Vince, you've got something from uh, Absolute here. Uh, yeah, the first thing we're going to listen to is, um, it's basically just, it's, it's, a, it's a money promo, kind of like the classic radio, we give you money, you better listen. And, um, and I think I just tried something a little bit different with it. I don't know if I really love it, but it, it kind of, it does something a bit different with the, the same old idea, maybe. 
In my hand I have a brown burlap bag. On the outside it says £10,000. On the inside is £10,000. It smells like bliss. No, 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 wait. It smells like used notes. Never mind how it smells. You can win this 10 grand on the absolute bid. Full terms and conditions at absoluteradio.co.uk. We are now Absolute Radio. The first thing that strikes me about that, Vince, is it's all about the writing. Yeah, uh, it is a lot. And with a lot of what we do, it's about the it's about the writing first and the production. But it, it's not necessarily just that. I think um, the production has to uh, has to accompany the writing in the way that it has to give it space to breathe. It has to get the attention without kind of being overbearing. So um, it is just as much about the production, but not in the in in the traditional sense of the word. Not in like the whiz bang boom more. In the, in the subtlety of the production to make the words stand out and give them space. So how do you approach your production workflow? Um, I, uh, it's, I, I just treat it differently. I try not to format the way that I work um, because I, I feel like um, it just hinders creativity. But um, I, uh, I, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> That was a great 16-second soundbite <laughs> based on no understanding of the question at all. <laughs> How long can I talk around this for before I actually have to realise I have no idea what I'm talking about? Okay, so you're no, you have no formula to your working day, your approach to promos? You don't start with a blank piece of paper and 30 ideas? or What goes on in your mind when you approach a new brief? Um, yeah, no, yeah, I don't have a format really, but I, I guess that I bet if I thought about it, I probably would. Like, that would just like be a format I've come up with naturally where I work in a certain way because it's just habit. But I, when I try to think about it, I can't actually... I, I don't know that I do, uh, other than the fact that I am... Um, I always try to get one idea into every piece, so whatever it is I'm working on, there's, there's one, one idea and then everything points to that idea. It's like writing a song, it's like you have your chorus line and everything points towards your chorus. I think production should be done the same way, you just one big idea and then just back it up every step of the way. As a creative I used to work with um, at what's now called Red Bee Media, and he said, I always write my promos backwards. I start with the end line, and then I build back to that. Is that, is that how you're thinking? Yeah, I think so. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be the end line, but just the hook. You know, like, it could be a sound hook. It could be something in the production element, or it could be, uh, it could be a, a written line. But um, like f- with that one we just heard, for instance, the, 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 the hook was the fact that he was smelling a bunch of used notes in a bag, and to give you the image of what that would be, it wouldn't be romantic, it wouldn't smell good at all. It, money could be quite awful smelling, really, when put into high concentration. And um, that, was, that was the hook. So everything kind of went at that. And, and I, think that, um, I, think that, I think that it just makes it easier to get your point across if it's just something simple. And, it's, and, and when, when you have that in mind, everything else kind of comes into place. And you're writing for Matt Berry, who is an accomplished uh, comedian. Mm. Is that right? I mean, how do you feel when you're writing for someone who you know is a, is a bit of a star and uh, you know, writes comedy themselves? You're terrified. I, I bring in a bucket with me and uh, I carry it <laughs> underneath me just in case I let go of any fluids from my body. Um, 
he uh, yeah he's 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 amazing like a, a lot of what it is with working with Matt is that you kind of um you have to if if he if he decides to come up with an idea you just have to be let let him go with it he's just so talented he's such a great writer um for me writing for him I just you know I think I do what most writers do is you just think of the voice that you're writing for and what they you know how you can imagine them saying something and then I write for it that way but um it's it's just such a it's such a luxury to work with someone so good and are you when you're in the studio are you changing the script with him is he throwing in new ideas i mean do you ever come out of the studio with something totally different from what you planned yeah absolutely yeah um yeah it's um you know working with talent coaching talent is like it's all about knowing when it is they're going to come out with something great and letting them get there and i think that um uh what we do best together him and I is that we just um we get to a place where he'll come up with something great or sometimes you give him a, like a bad line and he'll hate it so much that it'll come up with something great just to get because it'll be like oh no I can't say that and then bang he comes up with something brilliant you know so um yeah it's it's usually different we a lot of collaborating while we're in the studio and just like coming up with ideas a lot of like this small short imaging we'll just go in with a bunch of a bunch of simple ideas and then and just and see where they go and once we get on it on a path we just kind of we just f- find something and then we'll go back to it and explore it and and just yeah do like mammoth sessions well we've got one of those short drops to hear now mm-hmm. um yeah this one um I can't remember. Oh, this one, yeah. Um, this one was just kind of the idea of, uh, of of surprise. So you know, when trying to get over a brand like Virgin Radio, you, you have to um, you have to really ask the listeners to listen in a in a very um, powerful way, or else they're just they're just not paying attention. So um, we just try to think of new ways of getting them to to listen up, really, and just kind of grab grab a hold of their collar. And this is a good example of a. Uh, of one of those. Today my friend does this amazing thing with his dog. It was, uh, it had the whole place in tears. What he does is he picks it up. Whoa there, you're listening to the No Repeat Guarantee on Absolute Radio. You hear a song once and then not hear it again throughout the work day. Listen, they, they may have heard the end of that. And it was those sweepers that were, for me, the most shocking thing about the rebrand when it flipped from Virgin to Absolute. Oh, cool. I'm glad you liked them. That's really great. Um, Wasn't expecting them at all. Oh, that, that, yeah, that was the idea, I think. Just kind of um, to take that old format of song ends, song starts, and we say something in the middle, and just do something different with it. I was just getting so tired of the same thing happening between songs. And um, just, just being able to... Um, being able to make light of the fact that what you're doing is just talking between two songs and it, and just you know use the space for something a little bit different and and the idea of having someone caught in the act of doing something else was just so exciting you know these are the things that the mistakes that happen on the radio station that you never want to talk about you hope nobody gets a hold of or else it becomes a viral and um, it was nice to just create them and come up with them and, and you know you know engineer them to be as entertaining as possible I, I don't know if we got there or not but I think the idea is sound yeah and what kind of reaction do you get from your audience to the Matt Berry character uh yeah good I think yeah we've had some really good emails from people that have said that they uh, really like it um there's one about um 
there's there's one about the song is ending. Why is the song ending? Oh, you're gonna fade another song in. Oh, I see. And this guy wrote in about it, and he was just in love with it. He thought it was the coolest thing he'd ever heard. <laughs> he was probably a radio guy. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> but uh, it was we got to entertain ourselves, really, haven't we? In this work, <laughs> exactly. The Earshot Creative Earshot. Review with Steve Martin. Well, let's talk uh, to you, Joe, because uh, you run uh, the imaging, of course, for for Jack FM, and that's a station dominated by a character. Yeah, um, it, Paul Darrow is our voiceover, uh, old lovey from um, from Blake Seven, uh, played Avon. Um, great guy. Um, worked with him since day one. Uh, I'm sort of developed him into. I think you know he, he gets the he gets the character of Jack now. He's he's, he's a good guy. And uh, but you know. Steve, think of a question, then ask it. Don't pull the mic. But the point about the character Jack is that he is the character of the radio station. Yeah, he's um, he never refers to himself as I. Um, He's he's Jack. He's all of us. He's everyone in the building, whether it be Barry the Cleaner or me or the breakfast team. He's he's everyone. Jack FM. It's what Diana would have wanted. The thing with Ball, um, he's he's not a writer. He doesn't write anything. We've got a, a team of probably five writers now, um, and he, so I have to direct him into getting everyone's ideas um, and bringing them to life. Really, not, rather than Paul ever writing anything, or you know. So there's a lot of stuff that he doesn't get at all. But we go through it, and he sort of goes, "Oh, okay, right, I've got it, I've got it," and he'll do it. But, you know, he's, we've got a great work relationship, I think. Um, you know, I speak to him more than I speak to my mum. You know, some weeks, you know, hour-long sessions. Uh, Jack FM, we play what we want. And we say what we want. Nipples. And he's, of course, a trained actor. So, you know, what advice could you give to other imaging producers about giving direction to somebody who's been trained in that formal way? Try and get them out of being the actor in them. You know, sort of get, get rid of the every pronounced syllable which ends up being very boring um, you know sort of keep saying to Paul just relax and you know forget we're doing it just read it to me you know, I think that's a good thing about our, our working relationship is that we're mates and you know we, we can if he messes up he goes oh sorry I'll do that again and it's like yeah whatever you know chilled out all nice and cool and you'll use that in the on air anyway won't you yeah he doesn't know it but we, we do we do you have, both of you, keyed into this trend towards authenticity and closeness with an audience that you see through social media as much and the web. And Vince, are you, are you consciously aware of doing that? Yeah, it's definitely part of what, what our brand values are. We, we want to, that's our point of difference. You know, we're the real stations in the market, aren't we? We're kind of the ones that, um, that just the more human sounding, you know, just kind of taking away that, that, um, that thing that, that um, a lot of brands do where they just kind of they're, they're still trying to dominate the people that are listening as opposed to feeling like it's a, it's a two-way relationship and like you said it's with the social networking and everything as well it's just trying, trying to get across the fact that yeah we're just we're just normal guys <laughs> normal guys yeah I, yeah I think you're right and did you listen a lot to Jack before you started doing the development work on Absolute was that a reference point for you? Yeah, definitely. Like um, Clive um, sent through the, uh, the the intro that you guys ran when you guys were launching your station, which was just brilliant, and a lot of the stuff you guys had been working on, which was amazing, and um, and um, that was kind of uh, 
that was definitely our starting point for a lot of things. He, uh, he just, I think you guys have done some amazing stuff down there with such a small team, and he just like really it's it's just great so it, for for us it was it was a, it was a breath of fresh air as well just getting to um ha- have the freedom to go down that down that path and um yeah it was it was really helpful for us i think yeah well let's hear some of the latest work that you've brought from jack what have you got here uh, the first one is uh, an all 80s promo so every sunday it's all 80s you know it's not a massive idea but um we try to do something a bit different i mean the the open and gambit of it is you know, quite quite risky as you'll hear, but you know it's um, it's a fun promo. I like it. Okay, take that as a warning. Here it comes. And now Jack FM presents a conundrum: a gay man with a nut allergy. It never would have happened in the eighties. One who admitted to being gay. Two. Did anyone have allergies? did have was great music and we're all about it 12 to 6 for jacks all 80s sunday now that would never happen at the bbc because there would be <laughs> there, there would be compliance forms to fill in um, yeah i mean it, you know it was, it was written by a guy called chris nickel um kiwi guys uk with the uk a couple of months ago um and he, i think the, the brief we gave him was we want an all 80s promo a couple of songs in there make it nice and short make us laugh and he came back with that, um, and you know, to be able to work with great writers like that, um, it, it's it's great fun. You know, it's I mean, like you said, that you wouldn't get that anywhere else. I don't even think you'd get that absolute. I think you guys do things very differently to us. Yeah. You know, the things that cross over. There are a lot of things that cross over, but I think you would never get that there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a really good promo. I like the um, it's it's a good it's a good angle to take on the eighties. I think it's really good. Yeah, there's nothing better than doing a fun promo and people take a notice and we, we have more requests for imaging than we do for songs which is a great position to be in I think it's and I've heard some imaging which I think was written by Glyn Goodard is that right? Goodall Goodall sorry I always get confused between Glyn Goodall and Grant Goddard and Grant Goddard <laughs> Is the is the um, anti DAB campaigner? Sorry, independent <laughs> analyst, and Glyn Goodall is a great writer. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, Glyn's got he's gone back to teaching full time now, but um, he was he was our writer from from day one, and he's great. You know, like I said, we've got this this team of five writers, mm-hmm. um, a girl that I've never met but speak to regularly on email. Um, and you know, our doors open to to anyone who wants to write. We've had listeners. Email in with a page of sweepers. <laughs> you know how it's amazing when you, know, you think they feel that like close to it that they can go. Here's some imaging. As user-generated content for you, it's fantastic. It's great. It's great. You know, and the fact that people love it that much because um, we are so different. It, you know, it's yeah, love it. Well, one of the things that makes you different is that you have no DJs through the day, but you still have personalities on the station growing out of the breakfast sequence. And one of those is Ali Booker. Um, t- tell me about Ali, because I think we need to know a little bit about her before we hear this next promo. Ali is one of the nicest people you'll ever meet in your life. Oxfordshire radio legend. Um, she is our afternoon newsreader and swing for um, breakfast news. Um, and she's got terminal cancer. But she is still working every day um, and 
she's one of the funniest people in the world. She writes for us as well. Um, and this is for the Sunday show, um, the Sunday roast, um, which she did do with Phil Angel, um, another Oxfordshire radio legend. Um, but Phil left a couple of weeks ago. Um, but rather than say, just that we'll never mention it ever again, that you know, Phil just disappeared off the face of the earth, we've sort of put a bit of a promo together to, to you know, highlight that Ali's there on her own now. Presenting the All Singing. Oh, sorry, strike that. All Dancing. No dance either. Award winning. Don't mention it. Legendary. Right, okay. She's finally worked out how to dump that guy who was holding her back. Ali Booker has taken over the Sunday roast. She doesn't like a fuss, so please don't bother listening. 9 till 11 every Sunday, here on Jack. The real anti-radio thing coming through there. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, please don't bother listening. But that, made, that, that would make me want to listen if I didn't work there. <laughs> or never. I love the idea of telling people <laughs> listen to your do not listen between 10 and 5 yes. whatever you do if you listen it's a bad idea not to this frequency at this time <laughs> yeah oh it's really funny it's a great promo nicely done and tell me about the music you use in your promos um yeah I, I tried to get quite a lot of of, mu- of Jack playlist music in there even if it's you know it's a couple of seconds here and there just because you know the idea that we play a lot of music um you know I'm playing the raconteurs there fits Ali quite well um and you know it's a, a nice thing to get a you know sort of a quite a recent Jack song in there as well Are you with the Earshot Creative Review I'm Steve Martin this month with Vince Lynch of Absolute and Joe Thomas the man who makes Jack say whatever Jack says playing what we want and listening to it where we want to God doesn't care if you listen to the radio in the lavatory and neither does Jack now 1079 you recently announced you've applied to Ofcom for a fairly significant format change there for people who haven't heard the news what what are you planning oh to potentially change FM 107.9 into a 45 plus station um, which is a hell of a change I think it's the first time in the country effectively it's closing one station down and opening a fresh one yeah um, you know we'll sort of find out within six weeks potentially um, of you know what what will happen Um, it's it's a shame it's got to be so drastic but there is there is a hole and a need for a 45 plus station in in Oxford and are you already thinking about how you're going to use production to close that station down uh, you know, <laughs> not officially, but yes, <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, you, you know, you sort of, uh, I've sort of had a couple of ideas. Vince, it's quite common in the States, isn't it, for a station just to flip format from classical to talk or from, from 80s to, to oldies just overnight. Yeah. There's the classic story um, in Toronto. It's a company called Rogers, which owns like 60, 70 radio stations in Canada. And they took everyone out for a Christmas party. And while they were at the Christmas party, they changed the locks on the door. So everybody <laughs> came back and they couldn't get into the building because that was that. And they'd switched. I, I think it was either from country to, um, to hot AC or the other way around um they they went back and forth a few times but um that was just a story like oof, christmas as well it's like oh, really awful you have experience of closing a station down and reform and rebranding another station what tips can you give other production people about the role of production in leading audiences through that journey um 
I think I think uh, honesty is key. You know, you, you need to be honest. You need to tell people exactly exactly what you're going to do and how you're going to do it, and as clearly as possible. And it's nice to have one type of sound in your pre-switch, another type of sound for your middle switch, and then a whole new type of sound for your new station. Uh, I think it's, I think you need to try to as, as much as you can sonically make it have some kind of image that changes with the progression of the wording but and then it's just with the wording just be so honest just be completely open and tell people what's coming because it's coming and you can't you can't run from it you might as well just you might as well give them the option to make their own decisions because they're going to do it anyway Did, was it your blog that um, you said that there's a guy in Africa who closed his station for a month and just switched it off and he said it was the best PR he's ever had you know I'm a bit worried that we're gonna, you know everyone said man's going to disappear and then people are going to go 100,000 people are going to come knocking at the door <laughs> give us it back yeah it was a guy in um, it was a guy in Uganda I met and he had to move his transmitter from one hillside to another um, and it was going to take a little bit of time to do this this job because he only had one set of equipment. And in the end, he was off air for a month. And he just said to me, hey, this is the best promotion the station's <laughs> ever had. People love dead air, don't they? It's like the minute there's dead air, like, oh, my God, what's going on? There must be something happening behind the dead air. Some people are upset that Jack FM plays so much music. We call those people our advertisers. Right, it's our correspondence and follow-up section now. James West is a media tutor at Darlington College. He asks, uh, it was a question for you, Vince. Is Vince looking forward to making promos for the football commentaries that Absolute has just won rights to? Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. Um, I was actually talking to someone else about this today. Um, that was outside the company. And uh, I, th- I think it's a great opportunity. Football is often done the same way it's weird I don't know why it is it just is always the same it's like and who knows we may do it the same and right now I'll end up sounding like an idiot in the future but um it's just it's just it's I don't know I think we just need to do something completely different with the imaging and hopefully you know not use the sport guy with the sport bed with the crowd sound effects and just do something incredibly inspired <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't know what it'll be it's so hard and, and, and just thinking about it I find it difficult because like is the reason that people always do it the same because it works or is the reason people do it the same because that's just the way they've always done it so it's a really good question and uh, my answer is we're going to have to wait and see it's such a familiar cliche isn't it that it must be delightful to usurp that in some way yeah i'd like i really love the idea of just not using that male voice like whether he's a northern guy or a southern guy or you know it just just using someone else i don't know who like we like i thought it would be nice to use a female voice just to kind of just to change it you know just just to make it just because right there you have a point of difference but it's it's hard to say, you know. It, it is really difficult, but um, you do some whispering instead of shouting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do it underwater. Yeah. The, the voices will be underwater. It'll be a lot of burr, 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 but it, uh, it should be effective. Great, thanks for that. I think that answers your question, James. And Tim on cheese, probably not his real name. He's the proud founder of the student radio chart show adding them up and counting them down, kind of the Casey Kasem of Lincolnshire, because that's where he's from. He's still listening to, he says he's still listening to podcast number one right now. I'm not sure if that's right at this very moment, but come on, Tim, catch up. Uh, You should try judging the Sonys. I've done 36 hours of listening in the last week. And um, 
I think next time I want to have a category that only has really short entries. <laughs> Best 60 seconds of the year. <laughs> and Mark in Birmingham says, Steve, can you please stop playing audio of your four-year-old daughter singing in the podcast, please? I like that. I thought that was really nice. I know, but Mark's right, though. Even my daughter is now saying, Daddy, it's exploitative, <laughs> it's gratuitous, and it has to stop. <laughs> yeah, in sweeties. <laughs> And now here's a sponsor promo, and this is going to be voiced by Vince Lynch at no additional cost. All the music in the Earshot Creative Review are from radiobids.co.uk, and you can use them too if you want to use them too, if you want to use them too, if you want to. Just go to radiobeds.co.uk. The Earshot Creative Review with Steve Martin and other people who were booked after we made this ident. And now let's uh, talk about stuff that um, we've heard or have has been brought to our attention this week. Vince, you've heard something on a demo reel. Yeah, it was a demo reel in for uh, just some freelance work. And um, the one thing I, that I liked about this that just that made it stand out was the fact that it, the, the comedic timing was great and it, and it, it, and it attacked an age-old question that goes through everyone's head and that everyone thinks of. But nope, I've not heard anyone really address it before in radio imaging. Hello everyone, I'm Father Christmas, and I'm here to tell you that I'm not real! Yes, I am. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> so, so, so that was by Kate Cocker, who is a really great producer. Like, her demo is fantastic. But that piece that was on it just kind of, uh, it, it just it just sat out because it was just, yeah, it's just one of those things. And, and, it, and I love that there's these rules in radio that you can't do. If your daughter's listening right now, we're just, we're talking about um, the, the style of the production and the, EQ and the effects and the compression. So that, that, that production elements are spot on. And Joe, you've, uh, you've brought a book inspired by Matt from KISS last time. What's this? Yeah, this is uh, a book called Whatever You Think, Think the Opposite. Um, and it's Paul Harden. Um, it was, it was, I got it for a Christmas present, actually. Um, if you ever, ever have a day where you only come up with okay ideas, but whatever idea you've got, turn it on its head, turn it inside out um, and nine times out of ten it'll be better than what you had and even if it's rubbish, it's creative rubbish. <laughs> so this book, the thesis is turn your thinking on its head basically. Yeah, I, I think there's, there's a page um, which was uh, about the, slow, the new slogan for the um, V&A Museum um, and it, you know, it gives a list of what it could have been. The Museum, museum of Art, the new V&A it's um, the art of the museum, um, but the one that was actually chosen was an ace calf with quite a nice museum attached. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's, it's quite cool. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> like that a lot. And also there was um, another thing, which is actually a TV commercial mm-hmm. um, for Radio Merseyside, um, with this stupid accent. You probably know that's where I've been dragged from. Um, and the the strap line is um, "Love where you live." And it's one of the most most emotional TV spots I've seen in years. Um, it's basically people at landmarks around 
around Liverpool and Merseyside, hugging what uh, parts of of the city, whether it be um, Anthony Gormley's statues on um, Crosby Beach or the Liver Buildings or something like that, and it it made me cry. Can you believe it? Um, it's such a simple. Did it make idea. you switch to their station though? Uh, no, <laughs> um, but it, it's a it's a fantastic TV yeah. commercial, and you know I hope there are more stations out there that will be able to do something so emotive that makes people go. I, I love being part of of that little community. You know, the Earshot Creative Review with Steve Martin. And finally this week, it's our, well, it's our regular fish and chips section of the podcast. Mm. Now, I thought we'd heard the last of uh, fish-related advertising on the radio, but no, uh, just last week we were anonymously uh, sent this. If you're feeling hungry and you fancy a great dish, come to Sunny Stratford and head straight for the big fish. You can try out all our specials, all our dishes are just great. We open in the morning and we close around eight. The big fish are dandy place to be. Fish and chips and mushy peas are speciality. You can share a big fish combo or devour a big fish bite. The batter's light and crispy and the cut is very white. The choices are divine. Have a public license, you can even order wine. The food is great, the service too, they come from far and wide. Everyone is welcome to Big Fish on Waterside. Amazing. you got to find out who these people are. They're so good. The search is on. I've got this vision of a, a client from hell who comes to the production company with a copy point list 20 lines long. So good. I, like, that's, that's kind of a it's kind of a dream client that gives you that much ammunition to go at it with. Like, most of them, I remember working for um, a, a radio station in Kingston, Ontario. This was a K-Rock. And um, the... Uh, the advertiser wanted to do to re-sing um, like all these classic songs but with the words of the restaurant instead of the words that of the original song and like you know the cost to do that is just ridiculous to buy the publishing rights and everything but um, they were adamant that that's what they wanted to do they, they were never as fun as white fish and, and, and wine I did check it out and it is uh, genuine the restaurant is in Stratford-upon-Avon if you want to go it's not far from Oxford I'll be up there don't you worry with my bottle of blue nun that looks good (laughs) (laughs) no you can even order wine you don't need to bring your own oh even better even Even order wine Jack FM we thought long and hard about what to play next and we decided on Twister next time wise Buddha's Russ Williams we're sitting down with Russ and playing some jingles together. Does that sound like fun? Sounds very fun. Russ Williams, he's a, he's a DJ and he works at Wise Buddha. Hey, yeah, you've got a Russ Williams as well. Yeah, it's interesting. I always imagine they're the same person. I know they're not, but I wish they were. I have that problem. There's four Steve Martins in the radio industry. Yeah, that must be a nightmare. Anyway, next time, Russ will be here sitting down playing jingles like some sad, desperate chapter from a Nick Hornby story. And Arden Hanley from Global Radio will be with us. Arden looks after all the imaging on XFM and the Hit Music Network and 95.8 Capital FM. And we're also looking to take the creative review out of London. I noticed that most radio in the UK isn't made in London. You know that, Joe. Uh, So if uh, you'd like to welcome us to your parish or your station, do get in touch. Remember, we cover commercial 
public, community and student radio. We're impervious to platform and we want to hear from you. Earshot at smartin.me is the address. Thanks to Joe and Vince. And so what's this pub, Vince? Uh, this pub is called um, Mulligan's. Mulligans? Yeah. No, we need to know because yeah, they've been really. It is Mulligans, isn't it? It is uh, Mulligans, and they've been great. Mulligans, they're lovely. They're on Cork Street, and uh, they they only serve Guinness. They're wonderful. And they have a downstairs uh, area which is ideal for recording podcasts. If you're thinking <laughs> of recording one yourself, um, so thank you, and thank you to you, Joe. A pleasure, mate. Gratuitous, and it has to stop. No, I'm not. Yes, I am.